0: Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. I'm Ivanka Majic. And my name is Michael Forrest. How's how's it going, Ivanka? Uh, well, how was your week? Big news this week, Michael. Oh, we've got eighteen followers on our podcast grand Twitter. Like, Why didn't you tell me
1: constantly? <laughs> uh,
0: yes, <laughs> it's uh, not so easy getting followers, is it?
1: I don't like that Twitter account name, but I, uh, I'm sure I'll change my mind. I know it's guilty feminists have a bad Twitter name as well, so
0: it's guilty Feminist now. Your go-to? Uh, I don't know. Comparator. I just noticed.
1: That, well, I, I I know that. Our Ours was um, ours is podcast grand, which is a yeah. disappointing one. Yeah. Um, but theirs is like Guilt femme Pod, which is even more awkward. Mm. So um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't matter. I
0: don't think it matters. I think we just have to like do something good, and then people will follow us. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. They'll <It won't> <laughs> uh, bother to look. Well, I'm glad that you're you know taking Guilty Feminist seriously. Yeah, yeah. I like the intro. I like the uh,
1: I like the insight. I like um, learning about. It's just I don't know. It's like it's it's a lot of new information for me kind of seeing another perspective
0: mm, okay
1: um that, you know otherwise i wouldn't get exposed to at all well, well without having to ask people about their lives but who wants to do that
0: yeah. <laughs> who cares the uh if you're not
1: broadcasting it no
0: i mean come on if we're not recording it's not a conversation what about your week michael i've had a big one. Oh, really um,
1: It was a big deadline week on a project, and I had to, you know, I've been going hell for leather on this React Native build, and just kind of, I did some, but I took some time out to do some sort of like nice animations and stuff because uh, I've been watching a lot of these sort of game developer talks and how it's nice to put in those little kind of extra effects early because it kind of breeds a bit of of love in the project kind of makes you kind of excited about it even though it's not really necessary for an MVP. Minimum viable product. Also, I've been... Preparing for this video shoot, and I finally kind of like you know at the very last minute managed to figure out what I was going to do with that. I put out another video, um leaving the laptop episode three, which is uh finally i 'm sort of into my stride of here 's some things you can do rather than here are the the philosophy and the principles, so i 'm quite pleased that's out um, and also they played my album in the gym on Monday morning, and it wasn 't to mock me, it was because they liked it. <laughs>
0: So, should we talk about success? Are you ready? Let's talk about
1: success. The ephemeral notion of success, colon, ephemeral notion of page 46, page 72. Sorry, I don't know what this joke is. Page 144. It's a book joke. It's like an index of a book joke. I'm a comedy genius. Um, (laughs) Weirdo.
0: Uh, You really have had a bad week, haven't you?
1: I've been, I'm so exhausted and I've got so much to do today. So yeah, geez. Maybe
0: we should make this a short podcast because I'm not sure if our podcasts are too long. Are they too long?
1: Well, I think, I think, um, yeah, like uh, recording two hours of, of material is a bit much and it'd be nice if we could get it a bit more concise but
0: what well, if we we always have more to say yeah. so the problem is i, I think just, i actually quite enjoy talking to you for a couple of hours like, three well, days. Exactly, it's so. like, oh, anyway i'm not done yet
1: um but it's definitely therapy oh this is definitely like last week i got some therapy out of that this week I'm, I'm 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 actually like i've been looking forward to this for, for my therapy session Yeah, i've
0: described it as therapy to somebody as well Michael and Ivanka's therapy session.
1: <laughs> Grand therapy <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> yes. So my, my sort of thoughts
1: on success are, like the truth of it is, it's a very relative notion, isn't it? Very. Um, it all comes from what do you expect, what do you hope for versus what do you have? And unhappy in unhappy, ambitious people like me, that's like a constantly moving target. <laughs> no, I'm not too bad. Like I I'm I but in but it's possible to be if you can be content, if you can be if you can, you can just choose to set your level at a slightly lower one, then you could just feel successful the whole time. But so something that happened to me this week was I feel like I made a choice between so we've talked about keeping score with money yep. as a proof or not proof of success. And I decided like money was not going to be my metric of success, but like that happiness and kind of fulfillment, I wanted to kind of pursue that more. So that's why, you know, I don't sort of throw myself into things on the, on the basis of I'm going to make lots of money out of it because uh, I, I've seen that that doesn't lead to happiness. I've seen that that leads to all sorts of new kinds of weird, annoying problems. Um, but what happened to me at the weekend was I found myself in a small group of people where my perception was that their um, their idea of success was very attached to money. Um, but, and so then I felt like I, it sort of started making me feel like a complete failure, even though they weren't really saying anything, but it was like the first thing, the first questions were kind of like, uh, when are you going to Japan? I'm like, and that, my first reaction is sort of like, I haven't, well, I took three months of not working and I'm kind of like, like money's a thing because I've been kind of pursuing my other stuff, but I didn't want to kind of, but I just felt really defensive about that and just really felt like I wasn't succeeding at all because in their eyes, I imagined that I had to show monetary score in order to be sort of, but the difference between what I'm pursuing, I realised, is that uh, that it has to be an internal thing. It has to come from inside me, <laughs> like it has to be, like I have to be self assured that I am on a path that you know is different. And whereas if it's money, you can sort of say, "Well, I've got this much money, and that's proof." Um, so yeah, I just really came a cropper of that and had a really sort of freaked out kind of interaction with some people.
0: It it is very hard, though. Because what you were saying about the sort of ambition, success—if you're less, you know—if you set your bar lower, you're going to feel more successful. And there's this constant: what's driving? What you know? Do you want to lose your ambition? How do you? It's it is it's a very it's difficult because you don't want to live in the constant fear and anger. but at the same time you do need a, a sort of a, a driver to to something to make you keep moving forward um because you yeah. i think in some ways you have to keep trying to move forward otherwise you actually start slipping backwards now, you know life is a bit of a struggle it's not a mm. straightforward uh, thing that is a given and if you're not trying to achieve something be it you know whatever it's it's really I find it I found it quite difficult I, I was sort of anticipating what you might be talking about with success so I watched some TED videos I was like who does Michael like <laughs> Michael likes Alain de Botton whatever you pronounce his name <laughs> I, like, I watched his video I
1: try and listen to him but I don't know if I'm always internalizing his I, he does have some good I listen
0: to him and then I listen to um, and he talks about the 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 in his talk that I did as part of my homework <laughs> <I told> him, <laughs> he talks about the fact that you know success is all good and well as long as it comes from your idea of success and not someone else's idea of success and there's this whole problem at the moment in society mm. where we've got this idea that anybody could be Bill Gates all you need is a garage and a computer or you know and, and mm. that's just not true and i think this is what you were talking about what you know you referenced zuckerberg talking about the money he came from or or, or the background he had Um, so I I, I listened to that and I talked to my sister who fosters and she's got some outstanding stats on uh, how difficult it is for a child who's been in care to succeed even if you define that as stay out of prison you know that Mm. apparently something like 1% of kids in the UK will be in the care of the local authority but 61% of them will have, uh, 61% of girls will end up in prison. Or, or, you know, or, or incarcerated for some something or and there's some really depressing stats about how little, you know, how small your chance of getting GCSEs is if you're in care or have been in care or if you're and that's the same whether you're in care or you're just you're just funny word oh if you're a child in need and a child in need is defined as is simply as poor so good parents but not enough money um and so and you're you're equal to a child uh, in terms of statistics and, and ability to pass your gcs you know the the chance of you getting good gcses are the same as a child who's in care and it's quite that's quite depressing because when we talk about success you and I, for example, we're mm. degreed. We're professionals. We've got skills yeah. that people will pay us for. Quite, e- and we we have this amazing thing where. So my I was thinking about what success means to me, and I'm I'm I think it's brilliant that I can work three days a week and earn enough money that I don't have to work the other two days of the working week, mm. um, or I don't have to get paid for the other two days of the working week. Yeah. So I can <laughs> hang out and do podcasts and stuff. Um, but, you know that's amazing, and that isn't it? It's, it, bri- it's, it's just a brilliant. And I was I was thinking about it this morning as I was pottering around the house putting the washing out. <laughs> I was like, check me, <laughs> my success. <laughs> I get to do the washing on a Friday morning, um, but it's uh, that sort of the being judged thing is really that's what you know. So you're the situation you're describing. That happens to me all the time. Really. Well, yeah, because you, you're talking about, oh, look at her, she's earning a six-figure salary and she drives this car and she's got three children and she's better than and she's an amazing mother and she's like, oh God, I can't, I just can't do all this. And I don't want to do all those things, but I want people to think I'm as brilliant as she is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure <they laughs> I want you to think, think I'm brilliant. Why do people not? And it, I think, I mean, there's this kind of, it's a weird thing, I think, being a woman, is that, and I do think it comes into it, men and women are mm. judged differently when it comes to mm. success. Um, on the one hand, you can go, oh, well, I'm just a girl, so I don't need to earn so much money. Um, that's the one sort of like the cop. But on the other hand, if you are a woman, you, you do, you know, there's an expectation that you have to be, you know, successful, thin, beautiful, an amazing mother, brilliant mm. cook. Uh, makes her own clothes can you know so <laughs> <own> clothes, clothes. <laughs> whatever it's like, like leave us alone uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so um, yeah so that's it's it's success is it? so you know if we listen to Alan or mm-hmm. Alan or however you're supposed to say his name is uh, Al Al if you listen to I just call him Al, Al. <laughs> if you listen to Al you should you know the really the the, 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 the key thing in all of this is choosing being conscious of what you think is successful.
1: what are your what's your metric of success and do you feel successful
0: freedom <laughs> yeah. freedom is and you know ultimately one of the sort of uh, little epiphanies i had on that motorbike trip um was this whole thing where money is just freedom tokens it just gives you the right. it is you go off if you've got money you can choose you could choose how many days a week to work. You could choose to reject a project. You can choose to take time off and not earn money. You can choose. You have mm. choices. If you haven't got money or it's very difficult for you to earn money, you have no choice. You have to turn up on. You know, agree to a zero hours contract. You have to. Um, you know, live a very different life. You cannot go on holiday wherever you please. I mean, you might not be able to go to Japan this year. But there's no reason to think that you can't go next year.
1: I'm doing it this year. Okay,
0: sorry. But you know, this is.
1: First half. It's going to (laughs) happen. There will be no stopping me. I will use pure
0: force of will to make this happen. (laughs) But you know, it's that kind of thing. It's like we have these choices. I choose to, you know, not earn over a certain amount because I can you know it's like I I choose not to live in a bigger house or whatever you know it's like these choices it's about choices and freedom and if you for me I think that's what success has ultimately boiled down to or what I consider Mm. to be most valuable because as we've discussed previously whilst I get I've been very uppity with people who I think don't Aren't paying me what they should be paying me based on my efforts and market rates and all that business. But I've never actively gone right. By the time I am twenty-five, I must be earning X amount of money. That's you know that's not been my target. Um, I have only ever got upset because I think people aren't paying me what they should be paying me. Not not because you know I want a six-figure salary. But I'm sure. But then there's also this thing of because we had talked about the, the fabulously wealthy and how wealthy they are and the fact that it's a scorecard. I mean why do we admire them so much? Well, I
1: don't anymore. Mm. Well, but also now um but then yeah there is something about the lifestyle about imagine just being able to you know go somewhere nice every weekend and hang out in on a beach or a chalet or whatever and just have things brought to you but um yeah I don't know I guess people people kind of are attracted to you as well so it's less work maybe I don't know (laughs)
0: yeah yeah. what what do you think like are there any public figures or people that we know who aren't rich but we believe are successful who are those people (laughs) Um, mother Teresa. (laughs) I don't know who I I don't know
1: who even I, who I consider successful. I mean, I suppose yeah, like it's hard because I'm I'm quite able to I feel like I can visualize a lot of like the people that we usually traditionally sort of put on a pedestal of as having this sort of fabulous exciting life. I find it quite easy to imagine their sort of mundane day-to-day life and kind of see that those moments we glimpse are just like moments in their lives and they've still gotta, you know, have dinner, go to the toilet, like, get from A to B. There's there's a lot of like mundanity to everyone's lives and, and I think it's it's a bit naive to imagine that that there isn't. Because and even if it's, you know, like you're not cycling, you're getting Ubers everywhere or like you know, there's a there's a limit to how quickly you can get around London, for example. So there's a lot of, you know, the more money you've got, the more maybe you're sitting in cabs to go to a meeting with another, you know, influential person. But there's still, I think it's still, still probably get not as traffic. exciting as it looks.
0: <laughs> no. But I was thinking, you know, really what su- the success bit is counterbalanced by the judgy bit. <laughs> you know, I think right. that's sort of, why, why do we get upset when we we feel people don't think we're successful or something it's because we're being judged and we don't like i don't like to be judged i i have i do think that i'm a very non-judgmental type person um Mm. i you know i very much and i think you're similar in that you've had enough shit go wrong that when you meet somebody who's you know i don't know you don't you don't sort of Assume that they're in some way lesser because they've not, then you know they're not earning enough or they're struggling in some way. It's just because you just never know what's what's happened to somebody or what's going on in their lives. But what? Yeah, the belief, yeah. the belief in the
1: meritocracy is, yeah. you know, it's yeah. false yeah. really. That, yeah, it's that
0: like you've reminded me beautifully because that was also what was discussed in that thing, and we know from mm. open source <laughs> that meritocracy <laughs> is a very um funny word frankly because there's a couple of things like what is of merit you know mm-hmm. might be that you know in in my meritocracy being really environmentally conscious is of merit whereas in someone else's meritocracy being really machiavellian is of, of merit mm-hmm. whereas you know and and what i observed in open source that it wasn't necessarily the people who were brilliant programmers that were rated highly but the ones that were very good at telling everybody that they were really good programmers that rated highly and so and that's across the board that's everywhere, like, that's everywhere everywhere everything
1: it's like Isaac Newton like <laughs> everywhere it's, like, it's more about like your PR personal PR sometimes I mean you still have to have something to back yeah, it up yeah 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 but but it, yeah. and it's
0: like that thing of like people with money we know they have money because they drive past in a flashy car and they've got a marble top in a in their kitchen. <laughs> Some people with money will tell you how much they've spent on stuff. I remember uh, there's somebody that I was very good friends with at Sixth Form. And then he went, we, there were three of us, two, uh, and uh, Two of us went to university and the other one didn't. And the one that didn't started earning money really quickly but had a bit of a chip on his shoulder because he hadn't been to university. And so every time we'd meet up with him because we were skint students, he'd go, see this jacket, this jacket cost me £90. See this jacket. (laughs) We'd you know, (laughs) whatever, I don't give a shit about your jacket. But it's like that kind of need to ram down your throats that Mm -hmm. success wasn't necessarily getting a degree.
1: My idea of success, yeah, <laughs> it has evolved a lot over the years, or let's say reduced a lot over the years. Because I think uh, when I was younger, and I mentioned this, I think my my uh, benchmark for success was living forever and being like a rock star, but like <laughs> that doesn't sell out. That does really weird stuff that shouldn't get to number one. That gets to number one. So that was my initial kind of <laughs> <That's> very complicated. <laughs> And obviously like billionaire, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, and then those things, you know, as, as sort of reality sets in, you kind of like go, okay, you temper them a lot. And then um, now, you know, I've tried, I, I think about this every so often, like, what is my metric? What, what, what do I consider success? And um, so for like, and it really is music. Can I, if I book a gig, can I play to like a couple of hundred people? that know my stuff like on a regular basis that's kind of what i'm shooting for still and i still even though i kind of nailed that down like five or six years ago i am um, don't feel any closer to it <laughs> and i um i haven't played a gig for like two years or a year and a half that, that and can't help it, no I've got one next weekend though. Like I'm finally breaking the seal on it, and I'm just like, okay, it's going to be a small afternoon thing. To uh, I'm not expecting much, um, but I just, I just I I've just I've designed about five or six different live sets since I last played live, and like practiced them and then not played them to anyone. But yeah, so the music thing. But but then you get it kind of becomes couched in terms of sort of social media numbers. After that, it so now I've got my little dashboard of like how many YouTube subscribers I've got, how many Instagram followers I've got, and it's just I can't. It's it so. A point I wanted to make was another metric of success is um competition. Like you enter competitions, you enter into competition with other people and you try and come first or second. And that's a sort of like another proof of success. And that's in sports or that can be in music. Like, you know, and and it was, you know, I won a band competition when I was like 18, like with with our band. And that that was good. But I haven't really got anything like that since. And I've, I've sort of withdrawn from that world as well. I'm like, I don't want to play the game. So not only am I sort of denying myself like the money success thing, I'm also denying myself the kind of I'm not I don't want to play I don't want to do things in those terms because I've I've got like ideas of my own about how things can be, but it means that I'm sort of like very much out on my own. And um but yeah, I want to be able to let you know have my partner in life feel safe and secure and not be kind of like stressing her out with my you know, my kind of, the unpredictability of my, so I want to kind of get like a bed of security there but I'm kind of way off that at the moment as well so by all of my my own personal measures of success I'm like failing massively at the moment but if you look to if, though, if you were just looking at it as have you got massive amounts of freedom, have you got access to influential people, have you got um like all the kind of tools that you could possibly need for what you like doing those are all like yes enormous yeses like i've got such a great situation but i'm sort of like fixated on this thing that i can't seem to get (laughs) i can't seem to get any closer to it um it's it's weird because i sort of feel like i'm not
0: but, at all but aren't you talking about this sort of this this thing we read about about one of the things that that that, that helps keep us happy is to count our blessings like yeah. you know yeah. every day what have i got you know let's focus i've got a husband a child i've got you know these are major things every time i get me personally i get ratty about things i have adopted that as a bit of a technique because i can get you know, I can see things through a dark lens as well. And it's like, right, but look at these beautiful things I've got in my life that are brilliant. And I wouldn't have imagined 10 years ago, I was miles off this, (laughs) you know, this was Mm. a pipe dream. Um, And so it's kind of a, it doesn't mean that things, and you have a lot of imagination. Something's always going to be frustrating you. On the subject of this so, is being a is therapy. It's funny physician. because as you say <laughs> that,
1: you know, like I am, um, you know, I I was I I was sort of single and lonely for so long, and I have found such a really like great situation now. I'm in such a good relationship. I'm so I'm just so happy with it, and it's just it's so insane that I I would fix out on the one thing that I haven't got, but it's like. That's what's driving me to everything. That's what's kind of pushing me. And it's, you know, and, and that's something that, you know, a, a therapist said to me, that sort of said like, oh, I, I'm sort of like, I think you're fixed enough, but I wouldn't want to take away that kind of dissatisfaction and drive that makes you create these things that you create. Um, so it's sort of like, <laughs> yeah. maybe my drive has reduced a little bit with happiness. Maybe I'm not kind of like out at every opportunity like trying to further it but but I think I've got a more sort of stable thing and I I I, I don't know man. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well i mean I there's no I don't think there's a day when I don't get frustrated by something that I can't do or haven't done as mm. well as I'd like to do, particularly working in the public sector. <laughs> it's like right. shipping the most God. straightforward things I like. I can't I can't even fucking nightmare but uh having said that and you're like yeah come on people this is we, we solved this 20 years ago can we move on please <laughs>
1: um
0: but uh and I get frustrated about I don't I'm trying to think of whether I'm I am getting, kind of, sort of entering a bit of a phase myself of of self-reflection and what what it is I want to who I want to be when I grow up or <laughs> for my next bit of growing <laughs> up because I you know there is that constant re-evaluation. Um and then you tell people so for example I'm I'm going to be uh, you know in a month or so I'm going to stop working at the council with my contract and uh, right. people go what are you going to do next I'm like nothing for a minute <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit still for a moment and reflect on what it is that actually brings me satisfaction. Because for me, me it's not, I don't make music. I don't have that kind of an outlet. But when I work on building something, I want it to be meaningful. And I want to feel like my contribution has been valuable. And I want to feel like I have contributed the best that I can. Or that Mm. my effect has been... I want people to go... Brilliant! Thank God she came in. She sorted it out, and now look at it by these five measures. This is better than it was before. You know, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like being effective and um, trying to get all those three. You know, you can often work on meaningful things, but the ability to be effective is somewhat restricted because it could be anything from, you know, stakeholders with more power than you, or you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But and then there's that sort of that sense that I came in and I was able to do the best of all that I know how to do. Um, and is that for me, it boils down oh, to the the, the, the the things that have been going... Because I'm now in my 40s, but I'm not terribly grey-haired, thankfully. <laughs> I'm not terribly <laughs> wrinkled, and I still get that. And again, I don't know if it comes from me or comes from people on the outside, that sort of like... Uh I don't I sometimes I'm not sure I've been heard or taken seriously, so when I make a recommendation mm. I have to do extra to be heard. And you know, mm. again, that could just be 20 years of hello little girl, you're looking nice today. Uh but yeah, so it's those kind of what well what do I care what these people think? Or, you know, that particular person? Is that why do I care? about other other people's view on me when I don't really look at other people and go, well, you haven't done very well. <laughs> you know? start feeling happier about the work I've done and feeling like it is good enough have I lowered my standards like or will that cause me to lower my standards is it better to always be able to look at something go I can see all the ways it could be better it's not very good I feel like (laughs) I failed (laughs) or is it but because I can I can still acknowledge that something was a good piece of work and I think that's important if you want to deliver a project you have to be Mm. able to go this is good, ship it, because you can get very hung up up on this nebulous idea of perfection. But I always feel like if I reach a point, if I allow myself to acknowledge that I'm successful, will I become rubbish?
1: <laughs> Is there complacency yeah, like that sets think, in? Yeah. Like, what would happen? What would happen? Like, because there's mean, no end, but there's no. never an end to it, and no. that's why you kind of move the goalposts after each thing. It's like, okay, now what can? I, if yeah. you succeed at something, it's like, okay, what now can what, I what can I do? Now that
0: I know that, or now that I've done that, but it's things like keeping fit. Hmm. There's no point at which you are fit, and therefore you need to stop trying to be fit. You're kind of like. You know i have a i have a low uh, my lowest line you know if i can't run f- 5k then i'm not fit and that is an unacceptable right. situation to be in now from 5k upwards i've been all sorts of levels of fit and then and i've adjusted it It's been more about interested in being strong or flexible or fast or, mm. or distance or cycling or whatever it might be but it's a constant and you have to change it otherwise You don't stay fit, you don't stay healthy. Um, Do you you see what So it's the same in work. Like, okay, I've got to get really good at presenting. Okay, I've got good at presenting. Yeah, but now I've got to get good at writing presentable material or or, or doing, Mm. I don't know. Like, you know, I think if you're not constantly evaluating.
1: I feel like I've got that with learning at the moment. I've I've sort of like looking for these new kind of fields of knowledge that I'm learning all about, like feminism and trans. Gender politics and all these things, and also I'm just reading this. Got this big book about economics, which I'm trying to sort of get through. And like, I think, yeah, it's like, okay, I kind of feel like I know about as much as reasonable to know on these subjects. So let's sort of branch out and try some new things. And that's just that's a that's a good drive, right? Yeah, that's yeah. A good I mean, that's one of the things, I'm, of things. Apart
0: from the therapy aspect of this podcast, I'm enjoying the uh, educational aspects. Like, why, yeah, like, <laughs> why I need to go and read something inform myself otherwise I'm gonna like <laughs> it's, it's just very tiring all this trying to be successful oh, oh, well,
1: very <laughs> just, this is a thought I just had like I need to like so the reason I have a little a browser extension that I created for myself that shows me how many followers on each thing is because it's not because I care about it it's because the people that I need to help me care about it So, I'm that's not my metric of success, how many YouTube subscribers I've got. It's someone else's. And I think actually the key to this is to not like completely ignore anyone else's metrics of success and just get on with it. Like when I was doing these shows, I was doing it every couple of weeks for a while, just book this room, just I was just doing it entirely for me. Like, just I was like, I don't care if this is a private booking and I just bring in some a couple of friends come I'm going to enjoy it I did really enjoy it and it wasn't until the voices of this kind of you know oh the bar take wasn't really enough until those things oh you need to get more of a following oh you need some you need more of a draw like you need to book this and that and that and as soon as it became about someone else's metrics of success it I just found that impossible to reconcile with my own and I think but the most successful people I think don't Care about anyone else's metrics of success. They they're absolutely just looking at their own craft, their own things that they want to do, and like they, you know, I I meet like my my musical heroes. I met Mouse on Mars, spent a weekend with them, and. I'm kind of fixated on this. I've got to share everything and show off that I'm here. And, like, they did this really nice video, edited it, of, like, me in their studio, me kind of playing on this synth, me playing this other thing, me doing this thing, me chatting to them. Like, I was like, oh, when, when are we going to put this out? And they were like, oh, no, it's just for you. It's just, you know, it's just... We don't need to publish it. I'm like, what? But, uh? What? And, yeah, just sort of seeing that, that you know, that, they... um. They're just fixated on, they're just looking at their craft and that's what makes them so magnetic. And I think by looking at, if if I look at money and if I look at um, other people's ideas of what's successful, I am ruining my ability to, if I just kind of, I've decided what is important to me and I should just only care about that. So I should delete this goddamn extension, I should stop looking at how many Facebook followers I've got. I'm a bit annoyed this week that YouTube have, like, you've got to have a thousand YouTube subscribers to get certain privileges which basically boil down to, can I earn 71 cents a month from advertising on my videos? So, who gives a shit? Um, So, if I'm not a YouTube partner, who gives an actual fuck? Um, I think, like, yeah, maybe the answer is just to to kind of being centred and being um, satisfied is just not to take into account those kind of like poisonous, you know, inter-judgments that you imagine other people are having and just...
0: Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself, yeah. Okay. So here's a bit of a... um, A counterpoint. Can't you delegate that shit away because somebody is worrying about... I don't even know who you're talking about mouse what who mouse on, <laughs> mars. mouse on mars
1: and but they they collaborated with the as of yesterday late Marky smith so they've been sort of in yeah they've been talking a little
0: bit so yeah. but they will it might not be in the public channels that you're used to operating and doing your sort of marketing mm-hmm. in but there's some they, somebody's introduced them to somebody to do something somewhere yeah and unless they they actually you know Uh, somebody's their dad or mum or something then Mm. they have made friends with somebody who's helping them and I think there is also a point that if you are to focus entirely on your craft you cannot focus on promoting yourself at the same time
1: well I mean yeah welcome to my flipping world but that's Welcome the, like to my life. that's
0: but that's the same thing we were talking about you know without that that uh ted talk about you know in any business there is more than one person basically i think having your i was going to talk about the fact that you know having a life <laughs> partner makes life much more pleasant okay. um so therefore having a sort of a business partner also makes life more pleasant because if you mm. if you want to do if you you could simply Make music for yourself and your friends and not worry about anybody ever else hearing it,
1: mm.
0: you know, which is fine, but the point of music is for people to hear it. It's not yeah. for you to write it and sit at home with your headphones on listening to it. So <laughs> here's the- go on.
1: <laughs> but obviously in the back of my mind, as I'm saying all yeah. of this, I've got this little little voice going, and then if you stopped focusing on the followers and things they'd probably really start flooding in. Then people would probably start being drawn to you and they, they would help you and do things and invite you to things. Then, if you could just stop looking at it yourself... You know, it's really hard to not have that kind of, like, by, I'm not going to look, but secretly.
0: But we all have that. I mean, there's all that. always that... Um if I pretend that I don't want followers then I will become mysterious like the mysterious person that everyone's interested in but you know Uh, all that is all just fucking yeah okay it's like the
1: the truth is people that are interested in followers if if you're interested in followers and nothing else sure just do something humiliating (laughs) like (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the nice thing about the day job that I've had is that I've been able to just focus on producing the the work and there's always, like, account people, project managers, you know, other people kind of taking care of that client interaction. Yeah. And actually, like, last year I, I kind of almost took on this job, but when I realised I was going to be having to deal with, like, contracts and, like kind of all this sign-off processes and it was like they were going to be somewhere else it wasn't just gonna be able to be me in a room with some people and there'd be a trust relationship i just kind of like moved away from it because Mm. that's a really nice thing to have in your you know that's just that means you can just work and i would just love to find that with music just find that manager find that person that is obsessed with squeezing out every bit of profit yeah um so that I can just focus on what I'm doing. But yeah, it's very hard to find. Uh, but I, I think,
0: think this, is, this thing that you cannot be good at everything and it requires mm. different heads. It's like, I've, I've, yeah. I've been working with a developer at the moment who has never worked with a sort of somebody with a product manager role. He's actually quite, in, he's very inexperienced. Mm. And it, I must have told him, I'm going to say a thousand times. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Look, don't talk to the client. Let me talk to the client. You focus on having your developer brain on because if you being in programming mode and being in talking to people mode and dealing with their fears and insecurities is not mm. the same bit of your brain and flipping between mm. the two is hard work. Some people can do both. <laughs> Some people cannot do both. And it doesn't matter if you're not good at everything. I think that's your problem with your definition of success. You are, you want to do, you want to be good at everything, which is fine for an ambition. But actually, why do you want to be good at sales? Let someone else do that.
1: I don't want to be good at sales. <laughs> I want someone else to help me, and I'm not good at it. But yeah, I see your do point. It. There are I do try to be good at way too many Just, things.
0: Like I can do this, or I can program this.
1: Yeah, like it's like
0: I'll, b- I'll there's some software that I can write some software that will do this, and then <laughs> it's like mm. which yeah, there is a lot of lot of situations. A bit software is the answer, um, but there are many where, especially things like a lot of sales and marketing and pr is about interpersonal skills mm, and yeah. the ability and to talk to anybody any day even uh, if you think they're an idiot
1: Nah, well no
0: <laughs> discuss
1: unless yeah not well i can, i mean i can i can do it if i'm if it's the right kind of like if all the planets align <laughs> but then i can't well if i know that i've got to be if I if it's very clear cut then I can I think I I can do it but like um sustaining it or you know but it is I think it's not necessarily can or can you do it or not it's switching takes time switching between those two different modes takes a lot of time and you've got to like really even just switching from programming to like graphic design or something you've really got to like it takes a couple of days to kind of get mm. into that different state like it's a more relaxed you can't do it in this kind of like hammering away way when it comes to like laying out you've got to kind of like let it take a little while and, and have failures and kind of try again
0: i'm, I'm building Working relationships with people that you want to, which is what really Mm. you know, finding somebody to do your PR, finding somebody to promote you, so finding it, talking to all the promoters, talking to everybody. That's a kind of that takes an enormous amount of positive energy. You've you know, and it's exhausting. Uh, you know,
1: and you don't get it back no. in this industry at all. You get nothing I back. I don't
0: think, I think in sales in general, those kind of, because it is sales whether they will buy whatever sort of definition or, you know, all the way along the scale. It's some form of, hi, I'm really interested in, in you. Tell me, let me, ah, blah, 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 blah. and it's like, look at, me. look at me, look at this thing I'm selling. And really the only, ultimately the only reward is going to be, you know, money, followers, whatever, because, but you yeah. might have... It's like, why do people go to networking events? Networking events do generate business, without a doubt. Mm. But you have to do a lot of, hi, what's your name <laughs> and where do you come from? Hi, yes, I'm really enthusiastic about the things that I do. Let me talk about it. It's like, I, I mean, I... Uh, <laughs> I-
1: well, I, I had a bit of a realisation about this this week as well. Something, um, because Sharon's always saying, can't you just be like you are with me, with everyone? And I'm like... I. I don't know how, but one, one thing I realized was with Sharon, like if she's not paying attention to me, I'm happy to kind of be annoying. Like, Hey, Hey, look at, look at this. Look at this. Hey, 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 what are you doing? Put that down. Like pushing her phone out. Hey, look at what I'm doing. Um, but like, because I just absolutely trust and know that she'll, you know, she's, she's a, she's very kind. Um, Whereas I just think about doing that in the real world um, or with someone. I just think about, for example, going upstairs. There's this artist management agency um, with a couple of people and they're very much music industry. And actually one of them is married to the person that I need. The, the actual person that I decided a year ago was the person that I need. Right. Hi. But the, the thought of kind of going up and just going, hey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it just makes me think of just being, I'm going to get immediately shut down. And that's a childhood thing, right? That's your dad kind of not having time or being angry all the time. Just like I I never really, you know, there was no scope for me to kind of go, hey, look, at like to be sort of vulnerable and just kind of look and just open. Hey, look at me. I'm interrupting what you're doing because I'm me. Um, and it's just something I've never been, I've always been terrified to do. But it's something I thought, well, maybe I should just try and do that a little bit more just hi yeah. just yeah. be annoying just sometimes
0: <laughs> to be annoying in a jolly <laughs> way in yeah a yeah like in a, hey, i'm really excited about yeah, this yeah yeah look, yeah
1: just go up with my strap my with my uh, like blue pla- perspex flashing lights guitar thing go, hey
0: look at this <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid i'd love to see you do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll be like what they'll, they'll look at me funny and I'll go and die but anyway whatever <laughs>
0: yeah but you won't though <laughs> you won't die from embarrassment well, it's no, not no, possible no. I think I'll be alright it's very hard to draw attention to what you're doing in a positive way because you one me one of my therapists <laughs> taught me to because I would say you not you Ivanka I I find it difficult to draw positive attention to what I've done or what I'm doing or what I want to get done because I'm immediately critical of it. I don't know. Do you want know I mean? to I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. You
1: you 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 when you're when you're kind of putting yourself there, it's like I, I just sort of saw myself in the webcam and like I was like, I'd like to be like um smiley and happy, but they'll see my teeth. <laughs> they'll immediately notice my gap weird gap in my wonky lower teeth immediately and just fixate on (laughs) that that and (laughs) that's all they'll see um and and then I talked to a friend that they're like I've known for like 10 years and they'll be like oh I never noticed you had a gap yeah like
0: whatever (laughs) I was about to ask what gap this was (laughs) oh yeah
1: (laughs) missing a tooth since Michael
0: Forrest's got a gap in his teeth I got
1: a gap I got a missing (laughs) like well it's actually the tooth is in my gum
0: Wow, up there that's exciting. Um,
1: but they extracted this one and then I kind of just failed to go to the follow-up <laughs> appointment and now it's just still in my gum, and it's fine.
0: You can eat, you can chew food, bite things. <laughs> it's fine, it was
1: weird eating an apple, like I had to do it differently for a bit, but now I'm just used to it.
0: Very good. It, by, by, basically what you're saying is that the minute you put yourself out there, in your head, you're imagining they're going to see all the things that you haven't done or that could be better instead of fixating so, on the thing that you are showing them, which is good.
1: They're going to see the thing that I know is not a hundred percent. Nothing else. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: that I get that. Like I think from that, like, you know, there's this whole thing about why don't more women speak at conferences and why don't more women. Da, da, da. And I, I think about, well, you know, I've been doing what I do for 20 years. Maybe I should be one of those women that talk at conferences. Okay. Like a, then lots of people will be looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, I'm not sure that
1: I'm into. Um, The male gaze is not very nice, is it? But
0: no, it's just like, just having... I don't even think about it. It's just like, why do I want to put myself out there and expose my... You know, like... I don't know why I want to do that. To be honest with you, I don't know why I'm Mm. recording a podcast. So maybe they are two. But anyway, but but then you're like... But if I stand up and talk about this project, they'll not, you know... But there's all these other things. I think that's part of my personal problem, is that, for example, when I write a blog post or when I do a presentation, I know there's a million other things that you kind of going to... I think, and maybe this is a woman thing, I'm not finishing my sentences, Mm. that I'm going to stand up and do a presentation on something fucking brilliant that I've done. (laughs) And people are going, yeah, (laughs) but... Did you know that the server needs an ISO 27001 certificate? Yes. (laughs) Move on. all these kind of degrees get slammed quite a lot at the moment like uh, you know Mm. they're they're not they're easier to get they're not worth the paper written on everyone's got one nobody not everyone needs a degree that is true but everybody needs a marketable skill of some description because you know a plumber Mm. is still going to do better than somebody who's a totally unskilled worker um, so it's not yeah. necessarily a hairdressers going to do better. They're going to have more choice. You know, it's not about degrees, but it's about learning and skilling yourself up either to an intellectual pursuit or a or a, a, a um, manual skill. Um, but and without that, you really don't. You you have no choice. You have to do yeah. what you're asked to do or told not asked told to do. Um, and that's a really and I you know a really truly the only way out of all of these things is education for everybody mm. and it's like and you know i really like looking at all these kids in care and their chances of success the care leavers it's like things like lydia told me about some um talk she listened to by somebody who was in care and has now and has is successful in life by the measures of went to university has a job has a fulfilling life fulfilling life Mm. is an interesting you know can you have a relationship with another person if you want to can you have children where you love them can you look after them all that kind of thing that fulfilling life doesn't have to mean rich or even doing something high-powered but so so this person goes and does talks to foster carers and people like that and gives like a parallel example of a day so you know first it's two teachers in the staff room going oh you know Katie's late again today I've been nagging her all in blah, blah, blah she's nothing but trouble that girl and then you've got Katie's narrative which is um, her social worker wanted to have a meeting with her before school and it overran and because she's going to have contact with her mother adjusted again and it's you know like so she's mm. come to school and then the next one it's like oh she hasn't got a pee kit again I, you know I've told her if I've told her once I'm going to have to put her in detention then you've got the alternative narrative is that the foster carer and social services are arguing over who should pay for the PE kit. Um, So therefore, until that's settled, Katie can't bring her PE kit to school. It's like, you know, if you're... And that's just... That's quite... That's not even referencing the actual traumatic event that brought Katie into social care in the first place. You know, who knows what's happened to her. Physical abuse, mental abuse. You know, it's it's horrible Mm -hmm. to contemplate. And now this person coming into school really... How they need more love and support than a child that hasn't that that hasn't had to deal with all that stuff. Even for them to sort of meet, never mind exceed expectations. You know, my my
1: my kind of first thoughts as you started talking about that were like, it's I think as you've got to play the game. I mean, I mean well, you if you play the game, you probably. It, it's it's a bit arbitrary and it's a bit weird, but if you play it, then at least you can get like a bit of paper that means you can yeah kind of do the next thing, do the next thing. But like, what makes you just not want to play the game? That's one thing. Like, some people just don't want to play the game because they just don't think they can do it, yeah. or for whatever reason. But actually, I hadn't wasn't even considering that they were kind of being prevented from playing the game, yeah. you know, by the circumstances. And that's a whole. I mean, that's got to that's absolutely heartbreaking that you don't even you can't even you don't even get a chance to kind of try
0: no that and I think that's I mean the people that don't don't want to to, you know kind of opt out get to school at some point and opt out of participating you know that's Mm. that is a separate problem and I'm into I'm always interested to know why people do that you know like and I maybe there is a bit of so in Yugoslavia in school, and even now, you, the parents will, will, will threaten the children with you know having to look after goats or sheep. Do you want to do your homework or do you want to spend the rest of your life digging the earth and you know, looking after sheep? That's like the ultimate threat. And it's like the... I think there is something about a and even in that environment, of course you get kids that aren't interested. but are they not interested or have we not found a way to make them interested or to pique their interest no. or to help them be creative or mm. or that you know that talk we saw at meaning that yeah. that teacher guy you know that was a very inspiring talk about that mm. sort of school's design to get people to sit still and put their hand up to say they need to go to the loo and not necessarily designed to help them fulfil their potential.
1: Yeah, and, it, like, I... Uh,
0: yeah.
1: No, I I, th- I, kind of think that the system is mean, ridiculous and, like, I kind of... I stayed in, like, I, I kind of got my undergraduate degree and then just had... It was just, like, this is so messed up. Like, this is such a weird, convoluted system that values such weird things that like I like it's good if you've got like enough kind of spare cycles to be able to like brain cycles or just time or like freedom to be able to like succeed at something that is inherently like just poorly designed and just not very appealing and not very interesting a lot of the time but if we could yeah like if we could but knowledge you know learning itself is obviously it's addictive and it's fun and you'd sort of find a different way to do it if yeah. if the pointless educational frameworks don't do it but and there, there is definitely
0: um, in all of these things like to what extent do you want to play the game you know like uh um uh, uh, but but if you don't want to play the game the whole way you know look because even pa- passing exams is a skill that is separate to acquiring knowledge it's not yeah. the same thing um, or, or being able to apply your knowledge is not the same as being able to pass an exam, for sure. Yeah. But um, but then you don't need to. Opt, you don't necessarily have to opt out entirely in order to. You know, you could just play the game enough, um, and then. To, to, to be able to have your freedom, <laughs> the freedom yeah. of choice. I, and then... I think that's
1: what I did. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like... Enough, just enough.
0: Oh, yeah, I was very much like... like yeah. I did a sort of cost-benefit analysis. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right, to what extent do I need to learn this skill, which is not useful? I mean, I have to do it now in the sort of local government, learning how to play the game of getting things through the system is not transferable yeah. skills... It doesn't add value to the project, but that's the process. And if I don't learn how to play it, then I'm not going to be able to do anything. So, Mm. which is wasteful in the extreme, but is what it is at the moment. So what can Mm. you do?
1: What have we learnt today? I don't know. I've I think I've I've got you know, I've from my therapy, I'm genuinely gonna I'm gonna stop looking at I think I've decided to stop looking at other people's like stuff that other people care about and only stuff that actually relates to what I care about. Because like all this all this I'm so sick of looking at two hundred and sixty five Facebook followers <laughs> Facebook likes and just going <laughs> like when some when a promoter sees that they're going to be like Psh, whatever, I need it to be at ten thousand, and then they will give me what I want. I'm just so sick of it, and I think it's just counterproductive to look at it any longer. I I can see what the behavior is like with my current thing, and maybe if I stop looking at it, it'll, it's behavior will change. And I'll have more, 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 more. I'll focus on things that are more interesting. Um, yeah. How about? But yeah. How about you? Any thoughts? Any Final
0: thoughts. Final thoughts um no no. <laughs> no i think that i was going to say something kind of hippie and like you know we're all successful in our own way if you you know if you're seriously in pain and you've managed to get out of bed and make yourself a cup of tea fuck you that's successful you know it's yeah. all got its own framework um
1: just lower just need to lower the bar a little bit or maybe just rewind if we could just, like, rewind our brains to five years previously and, like, remember what you wanted then, then you'd feel good about what you have now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or, uh, how, yeah, what we haven't talked about is how much it matters whether or not you're successful. Ah. Like, you know... Does it matter? Does it matter? What, yeah, you does know. it mean anything? Like, what does it mean to your day-to-day? I don't know. I suppose it's just a sense more meditation people that's what we need
1: because it's just a sense of self isn't it
0: like you know um i still don't know maybe someone else has got the answer to to how do you where is the where's the crossover point between reframing your success to fit what you have achieved or what you are achieving or what you can achieve and not reducing your your target so much that you underachieve. <laughs> mm. Maybe it's about how about, how about you're allowed to be happy and still remain ambitious or still have goals, like still have things you haven't achieved. It's okay to feel mm. good about where you are today mm. and still go, but when I can run 5K in under 25 minutes, <laughs> mm-hmm. then, <I> will <laughs> then I'll be, you know, I'll be a... happy about that too. But I'm happy about being able to do it in 30. <laughs> mm.
1: Then I will treat myself to a lovely cigarette.
0: <laughs> Is that still your reward? <laughs> 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 Mine would be more of a, I don't know, cake.
1: Mine mine would definitely be more open. would not... No such thing as one cigarette, people.
0: Right. Okay then.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening. That was our Grand Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can find our Twitter account at Podcast Grand. Yes, yes. And we're on Instagram at Grand Podcast. That's Twitter podcast brand Instagram grand podcast um, grandpodcast.com just go there and um, yeah give us a, get, get find us on iTunes the the web the link's fixed on the um, on the website now uh, so that on Apple devices it just goes to the right place um, uh, you can find me Michael Forrest on Twitter and Michaelforestmusic.com.
0: and you find me at Ivanka on Twitter Ivanka.blog And that's it, really. But (laughs) what would be really nice is if you did some following of Podcast Grand just to make me feel better and maybe write a nice review on iTunes Apple Podcasts or Stitcher yeah. gives us, give us, yeah, yeah. Give give give, give us some stars and some reviews and stuff give us a five star review please <laughs> five stars and a nice little bit of words as well saying how lovely we are that would be cool um, <clears throat> uh, the music on this is all
1: mine by the way and like some of it's released, but a lot of it's just little bits and pieces. But I'd be really interested to find out if people have any like favourite things, and I can turn them into full tracks and make them available. Oh. Um, because yeah, I sort of I, I've got a lot of kind of like little ideas here. But then there might be something that you like that actually is already on Spotify and already on iTunes. So, just uh, just uh, yeah, let me know if there was any particular things you liked there, because it's 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 fun being able to you know. It's, it's, it's nice to have found a place for these little bits and snippets and snatches of ideas.
0: I like the snippets. Uh, I like the snippets. I've had I've had uh, is a is a is a very uh, anecdotal piece of research. The over 50s generally are like, mm, I wasn't sure about the music, but I like it now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's that's my goal. You got to just kind of bring people in. Yeah, and I know it's a little bit more. Uh, bassy and kind of like <laughs> high tech <laughs> sounding sometimes than it could be, but I don't I don't know I put it in and didn't feel like taking it out again in that first edit. I was like, yeah, that's
0: good. That's good. I liked some, some some of the bits. I some. really enjoy. And then sometimes I, I did actually listen to our podcast, the draft podcast, when I was running doesn't really work for mm-hmm. running except when occasionally there's like a nice bit of upbeat music I'm like, I need to tell Michael to make sure all the little snippets are really upbeat to help me, to help me stay like running
1: evenly spaced yeah. so that
0: you get like t- <laughs> intensive effort and then like relaxed running <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah. well, maybe I can bear that in mind. Thank you, please
0: do. Uh, Cool. Okay,
1: thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Bye. 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 (laughs)